I feel like they focus really hard on Shia LaBeouf's character. What's his name in that movie? Mutt Williams. Mutt. You're right. His name is that. Okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) that was not what my brain was. I had completely blocked that movie out, y'all. And we are live with another episode of the Keeg Talks. Today, the Keeg Talks, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and you know, the Indiana Jones franchise as a whole. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And if you can see us live, you can see us live on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. And if you're watching us live, you can see who our guests are. But if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from, you can't see who our guests are. So let me introduce them. Uh, we have had both of them on this show before, uh, but a couple months ago and never together. So I'm really excited about this. First, we have Amanda Castrillo. Amanda, how you doing? Amanda just vibing. Hi, I'm doing good. Um, I am actually, it's sunny outside, which it hasn't been for like a couple of weeks. So I'm glad about that. And I also have a puppy. <laughs> you You have more than one puppy. You just yes. have one puppy to the side. I just have one puppy. I have two dogs, but one puppy. Oh, do you yeah. differentiate? Uh, yeah, because she's like, um, I have to now because now I have two. So I'm just like, this one's the baby, and then the other one is my baby. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I, yeah. I, no matter how old my dogs get, I'm just like, they're puppies. They're they're babies. You know. We call a clip's baby girl Clip, and then Nova is baby Nova. So. Yeah. Are you are, are you the type to keep creating more and more nicknames? As yes. Time goes on? Uh, we've only had Nova for like two months. And so far she has become Noba, which is basically just her name with a B instead of a V. And she's become Baby Noba. Yeah. And she has become just like a little chaos demon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like basically whatever just like comes out of the mouth first. But she responds to her name. So she's very smart. <laughs> My my sister, every time like I'm with my sister, my sister reveals a new nickname for uh, one of our dogs. And I'm like, you keep you keep creating new names. Stop creating new names. I, I don't I've never heard of these names at all. Why? Why am I out of the loop? So um, a clip, uh, a clip is clip. See, we call her clip sometimes, sometimes clippy, um, sometimes baby girl clip and um, Bubby call her Bubby a lot. Uh-huh. And yeah, but she she knows her name, so it's fine. Like she doesn't get confused, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> as long as they come and they do what you you know tell them to, or at least yeah. Try, uh, Except then, Eclipse is like w- willfully like don't don't eat my headphones. Uh, she is willfully um just defiant, and like she'll know that I want her to do something, but she will literally just like look at me and then walk away. So, um, that happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Kids, am I right? <laughs> our second yeah. guest who is rounding out this episode we got mariah carly herself mariah how's it going good how are you guys i'm doing good i'm asking you how you're doing you're you're doing oh, good, good. I'm on vacation right now so i'm a little like out of it in my mode like i'm on vacation mode right now so i'm doing great and it's i'm in florida and it's hot and miserable like oh, i'm florida dying. yeah it's um ninety. It's ninety eight degrees and it's eighty degrees inside the house right now. So I am dying. <laughs> um, that 
I first thing, thank you for coming on this show while you're on vacation. <laughs> uh, second thing is, are parts of uh, Florida very Indiana Jones? Do you ever just go on like, take a machete to the jungle uh, and like walk through? Yes, that's like South Florida, and I don't go down that far. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I grew up in South Florida, and yeah. it's it's swamp. It's very swamp. Uh, yes. it's literally just like, again, I think I told you this, there was an alligator living in my, uh, neighborhood, like this, yeah. like in the lake down the street from my house, alligator, just mm -hmm. there hanging yeah. out. Um, yeah, there's snakes, possums, just everything. It's like, it's like the Australia of the United States. Everything's, it's just hot and everything's trying to kill you. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm in Tampa, so that's like the furthest south I go. That's where I grew up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, I have my baby dog with me. She's actually on a play date right now visiting friends because she, but she's a 90 pound baby. So she's not really a baby. <laughs> and we just adopted her last month. Uh, no, two months, almost two months ago, we adopted her rescue. What's um, her name? Well, her name is Lila. We named her after watching Guardians of the Galaxy. So after Lila the Otter, and she looks like a polar bear and love her to death. <laughs> I I love the fact that like I I know everybody, you know, names uh pet names after like things they watch and whatnot, but I see it a lot from content creators. It's just like we gotta we gotta brand this dog to you know what I like. Well, that's funny because like before I became a content creator, my first dog, um, I used to play Call of Duty all the time. So my first dog's named after Call of Duty. <laughs> World of <laughs> War. Oh, yeah. Dog, the dog, dog names itself are named Call of Duty? No, his name's Stryker. Okay, I was like, what? <laughs> his name's Stryker, so. Okay. And we got another dog and we were going to name him Soap. And then my mom caught on and was like, no. So he just has like a basic dog name. So it's kind of got you. I named my childhood dog Tommy after Tommy from the Rugrats. Um, yeah, because I was like six when I got him. So I was like, I'm going to name him Tommy after Tommy <laughs> from the Rugrats. Tommy Pickles. <laughs> I, I had a little white dog that I named Snowy after the dog from Tintin. Because Tintin was a big mm. thing for me growing up. And then when we got a black dog, we we were thinking of names for him. And we were like, should we name him Sirius? We're going to uh, name him Sirius from Harry Potter. You know? Um, we we went with Tux. We went with Tuxedo. So. That's good. That sounds like a dog's name. So I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Way better than Sirius. Sirius would have gotten old real fast. Um, Indiana Jones. I'm trying to think of if anyone named, well, Indiana Jones, funny enough, Indiana Jones, Indiana is the dog's name that we find out in like Last Crusade, right? Yes. I, I think that's just a funny joke in the third movie that they're like, uh, the dog's name, name's, the dog's name's Indiana. Yeah, well, it kind of, it was like a call, like, they did a callback with that in um, Pirates of the Caribbean, when they named the Monkey Jack. That's right. 
and it was a callback to like Indiana Jones, like the last creep, like the dog's name is Indy, yeah. and the monkey's name's Jack, and that was. I didn't. I didn't realize that was a callback. I don't actually. I don't know if it's. I feel like it is. I feel yeah. like that. That's where they get it from. And yeah. to be Indiana Jones came out first, and let's um, give the credit the, to Indiana Jones. The one thing, like going back to fandom names, um, Nova has a twin sister named Wednesday. So yeah, the people that adopted her sister named her Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, this. Uh, <laughs> this movie, Indiana Jones: The Dial of Destiny, is the fifth Indiana, uh, yeah, fifth Indiana Jones movie. Plus, there's like the Young Indiana Jones Chron Chronicles Adventures, something like that. There's like a there's like a TV show. Yes, I actually never watched that. So if you guys, are I didn't either. I didn't watch that. Yeah, see, that I have a different cool. attachment to to the to the franchise because I was a '90s kid. So like, I kind of grew up with like it on reruns like they weren't coming out when I was alive I was just right. watching the old yeah. movies same like I watched them like alongside with the mummy because the mummy was coming out when we were kids and then it was like okay well let's watch reruns of Indiana Jones our parents were like oh well if you like this you're gonna like Indiana Jones and I did so yeah. it was kind of like to help pass like I don't know it was just like air of just watching like Indiana Jones and I remember um The Mummy and Journey to Center of the Earth. Like those movies, mm. even though Indiana Jones came out before, but that was just my childhood watching those movies on repeat. I think it was like a common like, like I, I love how you mentioned that because I'm like, I also remember like the um bridge between Indiana Jones and the mummy, where it's mm -hmm. like kind of lived in the same part of my brain when I was a kid. And it was obviously like, two different times periods, like 20 years apart. But like I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense because they do kind of have the same vibe. I'm convinced it's because we were watching our parents were watching like in TNT and we were watching it like they were playing it on a loop on TNT or FX or something like that. So they would come on one after the other. So yeah. that, that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> I think both both movies, both franchises have obviously action and adventure, but it also has this added vibe of academics can be hot. Like, like right? Right. And actually yeah. that's what got me, because I'm a history major and those two movies got me into history, even though I didn't study the same subject as what the movies are based off of, but that was like kind of like I wanted to be a prof I wanted to be a professor. I want to be a history professor, and I got that from Indiana Jones and the Mummy. Yeah. Did anything with my degree? No. <laughs> uh, it's funny that you brought up TNT and the reruns because uh, Temple of Doom was edited. It was edited for me, like mm -hmm. on on TV. Like for the longest time, I didn't know that they ripped the heart out. Because in the TV version, they just do Kali Ma and they don't go in. It just kind of stops and they cut to, oh, he has the heart. And I'm like, that's dumb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Why would they not? That's dumb. I, I think, oh no. Like it's, I've seen like we really weird stuff. Like when they edit things for television where they think it's like something's going to be more appropriate than like what it actually is. 
And I feel like it's kind of funny because like Indiana Jones, what was like what they it was rated PG. There was like no such thing as PG thirteen back then, was there? Yeah. Um, so like the shit that you would see in like a PG movie back in like the seventies, eighties, nineties, it was like what the oh my god! Like when you really think because like right now I feel like everything is like when people are like oh everything is so gross now everything's sanitized now like things are pretty sanitary at the moment because if you look back at older movies the stuff they would like be like oh this is a family-friendly film and like you would have people's hearts getting ripped out of their jobs and I feel like I don't know what it is about like especially like American censorship where it's like they'll be like oh this is appropriate and this is not and like for example I was watching like one of the John Wicks the other day like trigger warning it's a really like intense scene but like this lady is like fully no clothes on in a bathtub and like you can't show like they have everything blurred the every the top the bottom blurred but they still allowed us to see her unalive herself by like her wrists and it's just like so I can't see the normal body parts but I can see this horrific display of like blood pooling out of this woman okay so like whatever they just I'm like the implications are still there the heart's still getting ripped out so like I don't understand why you didn't just put the whole like at that point you know (laughs) it's strictly American TV like it's Mm -hmm. American sensibility that violence is okay but violence is okay nudity and nudity is not like even cuss words like I was watching um I was a I was a kid or whatever when Terminator 3 came out and Terminator yeah. 3, I didn't see in theaters. Same. I saw it on TV. Mm-hmm. And there's like an obviously edited scene where they cut out the cuss words. And, yeah. But then you literally see the Terminator punch through the back of a cop's seat and drive the, I the saw, I remember wheel that. through the cop I remember from the back that. seat. And I was watching uh, Kingsman, the secret, the the golden circle the other day, like on yeah. TV. And they would show freaking people getting blown up and shot and like and all the these meat horrific packer, things. And the meat, meat packer, thing. somebody literally getting ground up yeah. into a burger and eaten. But saying the F word was, was like <laughs> too much. It was too much. And I'm just like, and it, they would like replace it with the dumbest words. You'd be like, what the heck? And I'm like, they would not say what the heck. What do you mean? What the heck? Like <laughs> you see the most horrific shit in the world. You're like, what the heck? I can't like dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. yeah. Riot. Oh no, that doesn't agree with you all. It's just like, especially I can't believe the Kingsman was on TV. That's what I was thinking. Like how- it was on like FX or something like, and obviously, like, but that's the thing, too, where, like, I'll see the most horrific shit on, like, TV, but, like, a boob? No. Like, the F word? No. Like, right. it's just the weirdest stuff where I'm like, so that's okay. And then when they do censor violence, where it's like, okay, the implication is still there. I still know what happened, so you might as well go with it. Like, right. I don't know why uh, you're trying to sensitize the person's heart getting ripped out, but go off. Like... So uh, before I get to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, I w- and I do want to know what you guys would rate it out of 10, but I also do want to know kind of what your rankings are of Indiana Jones movies in general. You don't have to give me a hmm. score for those, but like roughly in what, like what's the best, what's the worst? While you guys are thinking about that, I just want to tell you a story about censorship that I love telling. I was flying on, um, uh, I think it was Qatar Airways. I was flying on Qatar Airways 
and they had Mr. and Mrs. Smith as one of the movies to watch, except <laughs> the poster that they would, like, you have to click on, you know, like, what movie you're watching and the poster pops up. There's the back-to-back picture of, like, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie back-to-back, right? Like, yeah. they're, like, in their, like, kind of spy, like, they're, like, she's in, like, a ball gown and he's, like, in a suit or whatever. Um, they took her out. So the poster <laughs> is just... Is just Half of the poster was Brad Pitt and the other half is empty. Just white space. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. They didn't even like draw an outfit on her or something? No, like make the dress longer so you don't see like her thigh maybe? Nope, they didn't do that. They they were like, we're just going to take her out. Completely out. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, half the, not even center on Brad Pitt. Literal, Brad Pitt is back to back, <laughs> back to back with nothing. Like, <laughs> that well, is so funny. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that yeah. is so they just redacted the whole woman. Oh it's God. just called Mr. Smith. That's it's what it Mr. is. Smith. It's There's a prequel no to Mr. Smith Goes to Washington with Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> I don't know how they connect. I'm like crying real tears. What the hell? <laughs> oh, that's great. So bringing oh, it back God. to Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> um, I don't know what you guys would rate it. If you guys were even thinking of like, how much out of 10 would you rate this movie and why? I keep immediately saying a seven. Um, the Seven is because like, I did like it. I really did like it. I had a great time. Um, it was Indiana Jones. It was nostalgic. It was fun. I love Harrison Ford. Like, it was just like, you know, just, I, I, and I don't go into things being like, oh, I hope I hate this. Like, no, I'm typically going to enjoy the things that I like. Um, the reason why I would still kind of bump it down is because I don't think we are quite there with deep faking and CG yet in um, movies. And here's the thing. Um, that part like the very first like maybe 20 or 30 minutes of the movie is like a cgi to young harrison ford but still with the voice of old harrison ford Mm -hmm. and then the lighting was just kind of weird in some spots and it was and i'm not and but look i am not a cg person vfx people y'all's hard work is so freaking like amazing and i'm not gonna sit here and like shit on the hard work of like people working for like literally days and hours at a time um but i think like as a whole like until there is a way to streamline it so that people aren't working hours and hours and hours and days and days and days on this stuff just for it to still not really look right like maybe i like dare i say just cast a younger version of the person like or take a step back from it and maybe that's not the type of story you can tell right now. Like, for example, I don't know if this is true or not, but I remember hearing about it a couple of years ago where like James Cameron didn't make Avatar in the 90s because the like technology wasn't there yet. Like he had the script, he had everything, but he didn't make it because it's not the way he wanted it to look. And so he waited a couple of years until it would have been the way he wanted it to look. So, and even now like you see the new one and it still looks way better than the one in 2009. The one in 2009 was incredible. So like, I think it's a very like give or take where it's like, okay, if you want to tell a particular kind of story, like I don't, I wouldn't 
get angry if you just found a dude that looked enough like Harrison Ford and sounded enough like Harrison Ford and just put him there. I get the idea. I get what you're trying to do. You don't need to copy and paste his face. Like, it's not... I don't think it's very practical either. Or like overly smoothing somebody to make them look younger. Because yeah. looking looking younger is not just about being smooth. It's also like your face structure is different when you are 20, 30, 40 years younger. Like the way that your like skin falls on your bones is different. So just putting a smoothing filter on Mads Michelson, like it's not going to... It, he's not gonna look the way you want him to look like it's it, it's just that kind of like that thing where it takes you out because you're so focused on like the off looking details which sucks yeah. because like I did like that part of the movie that part of the movie I was like oh even though I knew Indy was gonna be fine but like still I like my to have my heart pumping and I like like things on trains you know like it's fun but yeah. it still is one of those things where it's like all of a sudden you're in the scene and then you see this uncanny valley ass face and you're like oh hold on so yeah um that's, and another that's thing, the big hit was yeah the and big hit too? that that and also just like there were some parts where i feel like they just went like a little bit too long like yeah. just like the the chase through the parade i was like hey i feel like he's been getting chased for like a long time <laughs> like i would i would kindly stop i'd let them take me i'm tired like <laughs> Those kinds of things where I'm just like, okay, he's been running for a very long time. Like, can we can we wrap this part up and get to the next one? Um, yeah. And just parts like that where it's like just a lot of running or just a lot of like, it. it I feel like if they could have been shortened and they could have just been more tight, um, especially when there are such good parts of the movie. And, and I love the, the interactions between um, like Indy and his goddaughter. And I love like their dynamic and it's great. And just to yeah. kind of see him in like this like papa role or like this cool uncle role and i like that um but it just kind of got soured with things like taking too long <laughs> like it's just that that's like the one thing where it's like i feel like just because you can make it long and just because you can do something doesn't mean you should so right. yeah so seven is that what you're going uh, for seven like seven um probably like within the experience like 7.5 Okay. Um, like when you watch it around other people, like it, it gives you the hype, it gives you like everything going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like you feed off of the people that you watch it with. So like, it makes it fun. Right. Um, but at the same time, like I had the same kind of issue with like mission impossible where it's like, it gets to the point where it's just like, are we still doing this? You know, I, like, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on mission impossible. Really? They somehow keep getting better. I don't know how. I don't want I don't want to like Tom Cruise, but he makes it he makes it work. Like, like oh I don't yeah, we have a very different opinion. Like, I mean, Ghost Protocol is my favorite one. So I mm -hmm. guess it hasn't gotten better than that in that respect. I but didn't it keeps see that going. one. That's a thing. Oh yeah. I didn't see uh, Ghost Protocol. Paula which Patton? like I should have I should have with the uh with the mustache gate. Um I really should have. No, that and was I probably different. will. That was different. That was, yeah, that was Wasn't Henry Cavill. No, Ghost Henry. Protocol had Paula Patton and oh. Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Oh, so I'm thinking about the last one. Yeah. Okay, got that, it. I that was one's like, I know Fallout. I think Fallout. Okay, yeah. No, I was or like, Rogue I was Nation. About the I forget. I was thinking actually. about the the. So I literally was watching like the last half of like the one that Henry Cavill was in the other day, which is probably yeah. why it's fresh in my mind. I'm like, oh, that's the reason the mustache looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah yeah 
Um, uh, Mariah, uh, what's your score out of 10? Okay, so mine's not very far off from Amanda's. I will give it, I was thinking an eight only because of the same reason. I don't know how the deep face is going to age. And it was a lot. So I remember sitting there mm-hmm. and I was like, oof, this isn't, it, it didn't look, I don't know, it looked good, but I don't think it's going to hold up because mm-hmm. I was thinking that the other day about how I first saw Luke Skywalker come mm-hmm. out. And I thought it was amazing the first time I saw it, but I rewatched it, got my father-in-law to watch The Mandalorian and I just saw it for the first time from the two years. So it's been two years since I've seen it. And it does not look good mm. from two years ago. And like, as I first remembered it and I, I'm scared that that's going to happen with Indiana Jones. Cause I love Indiana Jones franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think, I wish they would have still kept the flashback scene, but I missed like the whole, like, you know, when they cast a younger person or they just did like a shot from the back to make us assume this is what's going on and not show his face the whole time. Like, give us a little bit of it, but not the first 20 minutes of nothing but mm-hmm. back. That was a, it was a very long time of doing deep face. And I just don't know if that's going to hold up. There are some scenes that I saw, I could blatantly tell that they were on a green screen or it was like the yeah. train scene. Like, obviously I know that they 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 weren't really on a train but when I can point that out and see it it kind of like I have ADHD and then I'm just like fixed on it like oh my gosh that took me out of the movie versus I feel like the move like the practical effects like for instance you were saying like James Cameron when he w- didn't do it in the 90s this he actually went into the volume recently to see how the new technology was doing and he goes is this better than what I'm doing he walked out and said no what I'm doing is better so uh-huh. I think we I think Lucasfilm needs to stop doing the volume and go back to doing practical effects I uh-huh. yeah but and- if it if it does hold up in the next couple of years, then I'll bump it up high. I will. Because I- and here's the thing too, again, it's like, it's not like expecting perfection. No. Like, it's not like expecting, like, again, people that are literally working hours and hours and hours, seven days a week, like for months. Like, it's not, I'm not expecting like the best, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, there are other ways to do it. Mm-hmm. And when it gets to the point where it's like, I'm just so focused on the fact that like, that's technically not a real person. It makes me not pay attention to what's going on in an otherwise very good scene, you know, like an otherwise very good. Cause again, I did like that part. I was like, Oh, but then at the same time, like it's not to the point where like those faces can emote the same way that a human face can. And then also too, like, it's very different because a lot of the time they're piecing those scenes together with body doubles. They're piecing them together with like different takes. And it's like, the actors can't act off of each other the way that they normally would. They can't emote the way they normally would. So it's like, it's taking you out because one of the big things like we brought up with Luke Skywalker, um, the big thing that I took away from that when I was watching The Mandalorian, I was like, okay, that looks like Mark Hamill, but that is not Mark Hamill. Like it doesn't, it's not giving real life Mark Hamill in his twenties back in like the eighties. And it was like a little bit uncanny valley because the, again, they can't emote the same. They can't like, when, especially when they move their lips, like it's just not the same as like a normal 
person that's not CGI. So it's just kind of like, and then when everybody else around them is real, and when that's the that's the one thing too, you can notice it a lot when other people that are not touched up are around them. Like right. you you can yeah. notice it a lot when the extras or when somebody who's like not in like has doesn't have dots on their face or is just there when they are next to a person that is like partially computer animated that's when it really sticks out because in something like avatar they're all animated like to some extent and then sometimes there's humans but not in times out of 10 the humans are around other humans so like when you have them next to the navi the navi look like each other and that's why it doesn't take you out because they're all like that everything is generated but when you have a real person next to a cgi person you're like oh what the fuck like it's just like it it takes you out but that's the thing that's what they used to do in the early 2000s and i have to say like some of it like for instance i have to bring up pipes of the caribbean again they Uh all those were like cgi but that stuff holds up it holds up and i think because also now the pipeline is so much more tight like it's less like you end up with more quantity than quality now because yeah. everything's yeah. like boom 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 we have to pump it out now 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 it's coming out in two months three months like things like that where you can't work on a movie for two years anymore because the demand is outdoing the supply so like it's people are just finding faster and faster ways to do things and people don't want people to take more time on things and also too with the cgi in pirates of the caribbean it was used alongside practical effects so like they would do practical effects and then they would tweak it with the cgi like with uh, Mm -hmm. jurassic park they had real actual dinosaur models real dinosaurs with real skin real obviously not real dinosaurs but like they were robotic (laughs) dinosaurs and then they would go back in and clean them up and use CGI as like a touch-up tool rather than the entire way that they were making the objects or the um, creatures. And it's the reason why it looks so good is because again, you're putting it next to real people. And for the most part, those things are real. Like yeah. that's why in my opinion, why Grogu looks so good because like Grogu is a real thing. Like he's right. not a little CGI creature hopping around. He's a real tangible little guy. And then they make him like, they touch him up with C- CGI instead of just making him a CGI thing and having Pedro Pascal or Pedro Pascal's body double hold a sack of flour. Like mm-hmm. it's with some dots on it. Like it's different. Like you can see his little face. You can see him do stuff. You can see him waddle around. And it's like, oh, like that's a little baby on the set. You know, it's a yeah. tangible real thing. But when you make so many parts of it unreal and then try to put it next to real things that's when it's like oh wait hold on like and also too like time like if something made in six months is gonna look way better than something made in three uh something made by like a like a concise team that hasn't been like shopped around for different scenes and has consistency is gonna look way better than something that has like seven different teams working on it like Mm -hmm. But the way that production is set up now, it's just not like that. Like, it really isn't. And it's unfortunate because then you sacrifice quality, but not everybody can wait 10 years to make their sequel like James Cameron with Avatar. So they just do that, you know? Yeah, I will have to say, though, like, like story-wise, I give this a 10. Mm-hmm. oh yeah mm. yeah story-wise i give it a 10 but i will have to sit on like the effects and um everything like that add an eight but 
I just really hope, I just really hope that this isn't the future. I just really hope that people like maybe Lucasfilm will look at it and say, we love what you're doing. We, I love the story. It's there, but just don't give us too, like, just don't give us too much. Like, don't give us a whole Indiana Jones series now with a deep face Harrison Ford, like a younger Harrison Ford, like a young Indy. I do not want that. Or for instance, yeah. like, People were starting rumors about doing a Luke Skywalker movie, but they're going to deep fake his face. And I'm like, don't, no. don't, do it. don't do it. What we got, I'm going to say for right now, it was good. But I just hope it holds up. I don't want to look back at it. I don't want to show my children this in 20 years and then be like, oh, you like this? Like, because like I saw Indiana Jones when I was a young kid and I still like loved it because it was uh-huh. held up. Yeah. yeah, I I just I, don't like. I, that's the only thing I'm scared about because let's let's be honest. And then the fourth one was all CGI, and that didn't hold up. It, we, it we will de- <laughs> we will definitely we will ta- definitely talk about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull um, <laughs> as we get into this movie. Um, I want to say that I give it maybe a seven seven point five, mm-hmm. um, and it depends on how much I take out for CGI. But CGI wasn't even my big thing. My big thing is act three. And I mean, we'll get mm. into it. The final act of the movie subtracts like two points for me. I was thinking oh. about like how I would do things better. I was thinking about that, like as a yeah. writer, how I would do things better. And I'm not working for them. They're, they didn't ask me to write it. So I get it. I'm not, you know, doing that. But um, I do have some some points that we'll get to. That's like okay. minus two points. And then whether I minus like one or a half a point for CGI, it's that. And the only reason it's that small is because, like, I get it. They're using a young Harrison Ford, and there are a lot of glaringly obvious CGI parts. Like, when mm-hmm. when there's, like, a, a, a... When Harrison Ford is on the Nazi bike, he, like, hits the tree, the Nazi goes flying out of that sidecar, and then he gets onto the train there's this like shot of the train where you can just see, it's just like a shadow puppet yes, running on the top. And shoot. it's a, yeah. it's just like, a, he's not moving properly. Like you can't even see it. Like it should be easy enough to get someone on a soundstage, just jump over a couple platforms, black them out. Cause they're just a shadow and get them to run. Like, like it's not, it wouldn't be that hard. I could do it right now. Like, <laughs> you know, um, but they didn't That's do that. I have to agree with you, Demetri, because that's exactly the scene that took me out of it. That was like, oh no. That, like, that... It looks like a puppet. It's yeah. I don't get why that why that should be the easiest shot to do. Because it's yeah. a it's a it's so far back, it's just a shadow of a person. I felt like they because they took so much time working on because the deep face, I mean, it looked good sometimes. And sometimes. Some yeah, sometimes it did. Okay, there was one scene when he got inside the car of the, um, when he had the helmet and everything on, and he started talking. No, he didn't talk. Um, he, he, got, that was also he, a funny part. He did not talk, right? Like, because right. when they look, what they look the fakest when they're speaking. Yes. Yeah. But also, <laughs> but I don't think Indy, Indy knows German, right? Indy no, he doesn't. Know, no, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were, like, yeah. giving him orders, and he was like, uh, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but when he got into a car, the, when the lighting hit him, it took me out of it because he looked like Dennis Quay. Oh, oh, yeah. It did. 
it looked like it looked very much because it was like a mix between young indie and old indie in that some lighting i was like that looked like dennis quaid like it yeah. really did oh wow and, not the dad from the parent trap yeah <laughs> he's been wow. in other stuff you know yeah i know um, but he's the dad from the parent trap <laughs> At, before we before we get into like like even more nitty gritty about this, where does Dial of Destiny rank? Like, what's your ranking of Indiana Jones out of those five? For me, I think it's number three. Mm. Two, yeah, it's a hard. Yeah, it's a number three for me, only because I did not remember. Um, sorry. Oh, uh, uh, um, Last Crusade. Mm. Uh, because I had to go re, I remember seeing it obviously as a kid, but I had to rewatch it uh, last year because I was like, I don't remember this one. Because so I was like mm -hmm. putting that movie with, I think it was, I was mixing that movie up with one of the mummy movies in my brain. So <laughs> I had to, but I do like that movie. It's just the fact that I kind of blocked that movie out of my brain. So, yeah. So, so what are your five? How would you like, Oh, it would be Raiders, Temple, then Destiny, um, Dial of Destiny, then Last Crusades, and then um, Crystal Skull is like... Interesting. Yeah. That one was that, awful. I'm sorry. It's awful. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's I, I'm a big critic of that one. Because I, I remember like going to watch it, and I was feeling very lost. Like, I felt like I missed like five movies. I, I feel like that era of like movies like specifically between like 2007 and 2010 which funnily enough like is during and post writers uh that era of movies was just a mind screw um because several really questionable movies including like the last airbender came out during that time and it's just like like it's, it's oh it's it questionable. Actually, yeah. It may not like Indiana Jones because I felt like I had missed movies. And I was like, I'm, I'm not, that's, it's my fault for not liking it. And I was, it turned me off and I mm -hmm. actually stopped watching Indiana Jones and yeah, moved on to something else. I was like, okay, well, that was awful. <laughs> I, I do think 2006 to 2010 maybe was the time where Hollywood was like, let's find our next new franchise because Harry Potter was dying down. Yeah, and like they were like, let's find our new huge phenomenon. Transformers hit around that time and like mm -hmm. picked up a lot of steam. Like the first three Transformers, I was talking about it with Jay Likes Comics. Um, mm -hmm. like that was like pre MCU phenomenon. Like yeah, those first three Transformers movies, those were big. Like those were like big, and that's when like Megan yeah. Fox like had her come up. Like, yeah. Shia LaBeouf was, like, the kid, like, the guy that you hired for stuff, like, which is why I think they probably put him in Indiana Jones, because at the time, Shia LaBeouf right. was coming off of Transformers fame. So, like, yeah, there was a lot going on that that kind of snowballed into the dumpster fire of what movies were back in, like, the 2007 to 2010, 11 category. Yeah. Um, it, it was, yeah, it was a very interesting time. That's when Twilight blew up, 2008. Mm -hmm. um just like it, it, again it was kind of like you said like hollywood was trying to throw everything at the wall and see what was going to stick because harry potter was coming to an end in like what 2011 2010 like oh, yeah they were coming to an end so it's like what do we do now 
anything, everything. What's nostalgic? What do people like? What was on TV in the 90s? Like, what do people want to watch? And they just kind of threw everything at the wall. They went to books. They went to, like, old nostalgic, like, Transformers. Like, what was, like, a 90s TV show? Like, 80s, 80s cartoon, 80s, 80s, 80s cartoon. Uh, toys, yeah, based off the toys, based by uh, based off of Hasbro toys. Like yeah. it was. They just... tried to bring back GI Joe. GI Joe, um, right. yeah, a lot that of things. Thing. Just, like, trying to bring back GI Joe, they're still trying to. They, yeah. No, they did at the end, like the random. At the end. Sorry, um, spoiler alert for the most recent Transformers. When I saw GI Joe, I literally audibly in the theater was like, GI Joe. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, actually, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I really like the new Transformers. The new like, one was actually pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it was like, really. I might be biased because I'm Puerto Rican, but, um. Oh, well, yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm not Puerto Rican. I was raised by Puerto Rican. So it's like nice. a nation. So I lived hey. in, yeah, I lived in, um, what, oh, Isla Verde. Oh, there. nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. A, um, my mom was, parents... was adopted by a Puerto Rican family. So, oh, but... cool. So I thought it was Puerto Rican. <laughs> You're Puerto Rican by by upbringing. Yes. Um, Here's your card. <laughs> uh, just real quick, my my rankings are Last Crusade as number one, but very close to Raiders of Lost Ark. And the only reason it gets the edge is because Sean Connery. Like I like mm. their interplay, oh, the two yeah. of them. Um, yeah. so it's, it's Last Crusade, Raiders of the Lost Ark, then Dial of Destiny. It's my number three. Mm. It's a solid number middle, three, you know, yeah. and then Temple of Doom, then Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to be so astronomically for real. Um, I barely remember the first original movies because I haven't watched them since I was a child. Um, but I, I will give you the ranking of the ones I have seen most recently, um, as with y'all both. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is last. <laughs> it, it is last. Because all I yeah. remember from that movie is ants taking away Kate Blanchett. That's all I can... Mm. That is what's ingrained in my head. The, most... the worst part is Shia LaBeouf swinging from vines like a monkey. Like a monkey. And catching, <laughs> catching up to a jeep. <laughs> it's absurd. Um, and then yeah, Dial I... of Destiny is a pretty damn solid movie, I must say. <laughs> Compared to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, like D Dial of Destiny brought Dial it back Destiny to basics. Dial of Destiny Oscars compared to that movie. Yeah. yeah. I will to say that like, Dial of Destiny gave us an ending. Yeah. Much we... more sad. I love, I love, okay, sorry to interject, but I love how they just whole ass killed off his son. <laughs> that was wild. He was dead. I was like, damn. I felt so bad. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I felt so bad. They didn't even show a photo of him, did they? No. no. They only showed a photo of his wife. Right. He died in Vietnam. I'm it assuming Vietnam, Vietnam, not Korea. But, I think you it know. was Nam. It was Nam. Well, yeah. <laughs> when I heard that he died, I was like, holy shit. They just killed out Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. It makes sense for why like, they kind of like fell apart and everything like that. Yeah. I how that happened, but... I do have to say, I did like that they didn't like completely just like disregard. Oh yeah, disregard that yes. he whole ass had a son, which I thought yeah. they were gonna do. I was really, I, I was really... really concerned that I'm just like, okay, I know that we weren't a fan of this, but how are you just gonna forget the whole ass kid? And they right. didn't. They said he's dead. <laughs> That's, like, uh... which, 
Which valid? Like, I get it. I get what's happening. But, like, the thing is, like, through those movies, I didn't think he was bad in it. I just thought the writing was bad. bad. In the movie. Because I don't think anyone had, like, they got great actors in that movie. Mm-hmm. I think y'all didn't do your job and give them a good script. I feel like that was not the actor's fault. Like, you can only sprinkle glitter on shit for so long, and it just, it's still... And then the- at the end of it i'm sorry that movie <laughs> wait with the what the aliens oh <laughs> but then they argue they argue they're not aliens they're interdimensional beings so no, there's yeah, no aliens, aliens in that movie there are no that's aliens exactly. in that movie it's just that's interdimensional exactly. beings that's that's what an alien is okay <laughs> it's an alien like... but i can think of when i think of that movie you guys remember on the history channel that you always get like like ancient aliens the guy with the hair hair? and he's just like (laughs) aliens that's that's the movie for me that's what i think oh my god i I have to be honest though that movie got me on my kate blanchett crush train oh she's amazing though like like i i wanted to be like i could change her you know i can change her you you don't you don't you don't have to kill her off at the end arena spalco was her name you know listen that's what hella from guardians of galaxy is for (laughs) what'd you say that's what hella from not guardians galaxy freaking thor ragnarok uh that's what hella's for kate blanche i I get my kate blanchett fix that way (laughs) i don't need indiana jones (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's fair um let's let's talk about like uh some of the things that we really loved about this movie right this movie has uh, a lot of uh, well, there's a lot of things. Where should I start? Uh, it's a pretty big cast of people and faces that we've seen before in a lot of other movies. Um, uh, let's start off with Harrison Ford, though, because I mean, he's the big guy. Um, mm-hmm. How did you all feel? Because I'm just going to throw something out there. I thought he played second fiddle in his own movie. <laughs> I was worried about that. I didn't. At first, I thought that was going to happen, but by the end of it, it kind of, I kind of got a second notion about it because yeah. I thought it was very equal. I thought he was going to be completely behind, <laughs> and because like the last one, Crystal of uh, and um, Crystal Skull, I got to bring that movie up again. He was. Solid. I feel like they focused really hard on Shia LaBeouf's character. What's his name in that movie? Mutt Williams. Mutt. You're right. His name is that. Okay. Well, <laughs> that was not what my brain was. I had completely blocked that movie out, y'all. And he, but anyways, and he, they focused mainly because, you know, Shyla, it's the younger. And obviously they were going to go with a, their idea was to do sequel movies with it and follow him with that way. Of course, that didn't work out. But yeah. I thought like it was very equal of the, giving them the storyline. Yeah, um, I have to agree uh, with Mariah because, like, it's again, like, I, I'm gonna be kind of like make it into, I'm gonna use my logic brain for this. Like, he's an older dude. He was just trying to like live his life. He was just <laughs> in his apartment, going through his divorce, like, and just you know, old man shit. Like, at his company, retiring. Like, it's kind of, in a way, just like refreshing is to see him just kind of be like a person and just be like they're just trying to vibe and like 
literally uh, nobody's letting him. Like, nobody like, is letting Harrison him. Harrison Ford's actual lies? It felt like Harrison Ford's actual lies. Like, no one would let this man Nobody's rest. letting this man rest. It's like, I'm just like, this man is so over it. <laughs> and there's <just> like... <laughs> and then Marvel called him up, and then he's like, I've gotten due because my best friend died, so now he's, like, obligated to be a Marvel now. So yeah, that, like, like, literally. So it's just like, okay, damn. Like, it, it's just kind of like, I could feel that where he's just like, here we go again. Like, it, it, it was just kind of funny. And I liked it because he was just like, bro, I am just trying to, but, and also him, a, a little tiny scene, but just like a little old grumpy man character moment that I loved was when he like put the magnet over his wife's face <laughs> on the freaking fridge. And I was just like, oh my God. Like just like wordless dialogue, less like little thing of just like, <laughs> like a little thing. And it was just really funny. And I liked that. Oh God, her name. She's Fleabag. Um, not Fleabag. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah, it's Phoebe. Like she, I like too that like it was an addition of somebody who's like indie adjacent, where it's just like uh, somebody related to one of Indy's friends rather than like some random long lost ass like I'm your cousin or I'm like a nanny <laughs> like some like some random I, woodwork type shit. I'm like, really that they were gonna make her Indy's daughter. I know. I was really scared too. I was like, oh god. Yeah, here I we was, go again. Like, who? What? What baby mama drama situation is this? But like, nah, he's just a god kid. I mean, and that's what like, they did with Die Hard. Die what? Hard. They just they just kept pulling like kids. Oh, like, like just Bruce, stuff out of. Yeah, Bruce Willis, like uh, John McClane's daughter, is in. Die Hard 4, and then they were like, yeah, he also has a son in Die Hard 5. And it's like, he has a grown-ass son. What? Oh, God. Okay. It was Jai, yeah. Jai Courtney, Captain Boomerang. Oh, remember, remember when they tried to make Jai Courtney? Um, I'm just saying really, really mean shit about, like, the 2007 <laughs> to the 2010 It was a rough of, time. It was a rough, it was a wild was. west. I was a child, and now I can vocalize what I was feeling. So, yeah. like, but I, I feel like for this movie in particular where it's like I feel like they had a very fun dynamic and I also like too how she was kind of like I liked also like a little twist of it being like she was gonna take it she was gonna pawn it like she was just like I'm not yeah. doing this for like the, my, the honor of my father or some shit I want to make some money and I'm like you know what <laughs> you're bad girl I guess I, but, I, yeah, I, I, kind like, of like that anti-hero type of yeah like an anti-hero and you don't really get to see and one of the things i liked about that is that you don't really get to see women like that like most of the time characters like that are men and if they mm -hmm. are women they're like hypersexualized they normally are just like a femme fatale trying to like seduce the main man and trying to get under his skin but nah she's just some like punk ass kid even though she's like in her 30s but like just comes up being like hey god dad let's do this cool thing psych like it's just fun and refreshing to see kind of like a girl in a silly goofy mood just trying um, to commit some uh some high uh grant not grant the auto just like high what is it called when you steal shit um larceny larceny <laughs> that word is that what you're talking about i don't <laughs> to this day to to this day i still don't know what larceny is just like stealing what? expensive shit, like not just is that what it is, but like well, I mean, really, really, really valuable, expensive things. Oh, I was thinking colon um colonialism, but fine. oh, that yeah, that that too. Um, colonization, you know, uh, colonization. Like, 
know. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I... Lucasfilm, speaking of colonization, what's up with Lucasfilm <laughs> casting British women, like brunette British women as like their antagonist, like everyone in the main role for Lucasfilm, they cast British women, like brunette British women. Maybe that's just the vibe, yeah. man. Like yeah. maybe that's it, just like the archetype. Like well, if I you're mean, brunette and British, that's it. Like yeah. Like I was like sitting there, I was like, that is like so much like Ray. We got Kira in there. We got the uh, from Rogue One. Like they just they yeah. all look the same. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the thing about Star Wars is like, like I don't like not too many blondes exist. It's all they're all brunettes. Not too many blondes. Uh, <laughs> like out of context, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but the only reason why like like Indiana Jones isn't that bad. Like, cause it's both George Lucas and Steven Spielberg. So yeah. I think George Lucas likes brunettes and Steven Spielberg likes blondes because, um, yeah. so Marion Ravenwood in the first Indiana Jones brunette. Okay. Then in the second one, I forget what her name is, but she was Steven Spielberg's wife in real life. She was the love, oh. the blonde, blonde love interest in uh temple of doom. Willie and Scott. then, sorry, Willie Scott. Is that her? Oh, oh, the character's name. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but yeah, I forget that's her right. real name. Um, oh, I don't know what her real name is. No, don't. Yeah, don't. I forget. Uh, <laughs> no, it's his ex. It's his ex-wife. Uh, and then there's the blonde Nazi in the third. The blonde Nazi. <laughs> and then we oh. get br brunette Arena Spalco in Kingdoms uh, of the Crystal Skull. Mm -hmm. So they're fighting. They're like brunettes they're are like, better. Blondes are better. Marion, Marion's back in. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And Marion yeah. is also in uh spoiler alert, which we're doing spoilers no matter what. This is all um, she's also yeah. in this one. Like she's yeah. also in this one. She also comes back after he's come back from freaking ancient was it ancient Rome? Ancient Greece. Ancient That's Greece. No, it no, it was in Sicily. Hang on. Sicily. Oh. Oh there yeah, you're right. So was it okay? It was in Rome? Yes, it was. Well, the Romans were attacking Sicily. Oh, the, the Romans, like there was Roman shit. <laughs> like, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. This was the Roman time. This was ancient Rome, because um, his subject was Romans, and the guy from the Mummy, um, I forgot what his name is, but Brandon Fraser, he studied Egypt and Greece, so that's how I kept them separate. So. <laughs> Got you. Also, your but accent is like the best thing ever. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I I love it so much. I um funny story. I always joke about it. it's not my true accent. I used to have like a thick Boston accent as a kid. Then I moved to Kentucky, and they thought I had a speech impediment. So now I sound like this. I sound like a Southern belle. Oh my god! <laughs> not like I lived in Florida for 16 years, and then like now I obviously live out west. So and then my parents like. I lived in New York for like the first six years of my life. Yeah. So it's all just somewhere, everywhere. Like it doesn't compute. <laughs> I try to mask my Southern accent. Side note, until someone mentions like, you're never going to get a job unless you change your Southern accent. So guess what? I played up harder. <laughs> you what? <laughs> I played up even more now. Because oh yeah, no. Like it's stupid. Like when people are like, oh, you I'm like, dude, the amount of things I've done that people are like, like people are like, you're never gonna find a job with like, I had like one tattoo at the time and now I have like eight and I'm just like, so how about that? Yeah. Eh, like, yeah, just fun, fun stuff. But yes, but what, were, what was I saying? Uh, I was on a 
Is oh, blondes, like, brunettes, uh, yeah, and then Rome. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Rome. Yes. So yes, he. I will to say I cried on that part as me being a history major. I absolutely like that would have been a dream of mine to like. It's still a dream of mine if I could go back to that time. Well, not the Roman time period because that was awful. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I'm like um, I'm good really me to go back anywhere past well, yeah. 2015. <laughs> to me, as like when I was seeing that, and then like the yeah. look on like the guy's face who was the Nazi, he went back and he realized like his plan didn't work because he missed the calculations, mm. and then he was taken down by the Romans, who like it's ironically because the Nazis and the Romans parallel each other, and it was such poetic justice right there for me and i was just because like hitler tried to act like he was part of like this new up-and-coming roman empire and everything coming down and then the roman empire is what took down the final knots sorry nerd alert and i cried because like someone who studied like well for me it would have been greek if i was in ancient greece and i would have saw like the spartans in that gotten to go back to that time period, I would have done this probably the same thing. I would have like, let me stay here. I want to die the Spartan death because I studied it for so long. I would love to see that. I was so scared that he was gonna like dead ass die. Like I thought, I was just like, oh my God, is, are we gonna like, is he gonna, am I gonna watch Harrison Ford die again? Like what the I heck? Thought, I thought the guy in the coffin, that was him because it, it showed the watch and yeah. it made me point of noticing the watch his watch and made and it I say that like, my dad, that's hey give me back that watch if my dad's watch and then that like, the first thing he touched on the skeleton was a watch and i was like oh my gosh that's gonna be him he that's yeah. this is the part where he stays back and he you know like that's he was oh and the guy was like oh you were always meant to um find, meet me and i was like Oh my gosh, this is how Indiana Jones died. And I was like sitting there crying my eyes out. Yeah. I was like, so. I'm so I was glad. like, I'm so glad he didn't get he didn't get left behind. I'm so glad he didn't get left behind. Like I don't know how she I, jacked him. Like she was I'm, just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I said she was definitely Slytherin. When she did that, I was like, the Slytherin. Like <laughs> she Well, the... you say Slytherin, that could be a Gryffindor trait to keep order. No. Harrison Ford, that Indiana Jones is a Gryffindor. She is definitely a Slytherin. She's very selfish. She wanted, because like a Gryffindor would have like let their friend choose like their own path and been noble. She was like, no, I'm I a Gryffindor. I know, I'm a Slytherin. I'm, I'm a Slytherin. I, and this is where we're disagreeing, Mariah, because you think <laughs> Gryffindors are all so great. And I'm telling you that Gryffindors aren't that great. Okay. No, Super overrated. They are. They, I think Gryffindor and Slytherin are the exact same houses because I can go on a big tangent about that. It's like okay. two halves of the same coin or whatever. Yeah, because courage isn't a, a trait. Yeah, okay. Fair. It's not it's a choice. It's not a characteristic trait. It's a choice. Hmm. Yeah. I will die on that hill. Hmm. You're, not just... born, you're not born courageous or you're not like, that's just like it's a choice that we make every day to be whether we're going to be scared of something or not. Like that's a choice that you make. Hmm. I love. I love <laughs> how. Awesome. Just a side note. I love how HP fandom makes the like makes HP better at the like, regardless of JK. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. Like I would say, like, I'm like, when can I say F JK Rowling? <laughs> like, right. Like when can I right. just like slide that in there? Like wait. 
wait, by the, the fandom, way. The fandom is what makes it good to me. And it's not. Right. Where it like belongs know? to the, the public now rather than. I think. Like, I, I was yeah. never an HP kid. Like I yeah. never got into Harry Potter. I was definitely a Percy Jackson kid, a Hunger Games kid, a uh, series of unfortunate events kid. Uh, just like I was not into Harry Potter. I read like two books and then I was like, no, which is odd because I, I like wizards and witch shit like i'm i'm a spooky latina but like i <laughs> i was like but no like i i grew up and i knew a lot of people that like loved harry potter and i'm like they're not bad people but like i just um yeah it was never my thing um i do know that i'm a ravenclaw though which is why yeah. i was staying out of the discourse so i'm just like i'm neither so <laughs> i think i think indy's a ravenclaw personally yeah Nice. I think because he, he's he's about he's about knowledge he's about that stuff like uh-huh. he isn't always like Gryffindors to me are law and order like he's not just going doing the right thing and being yeah. a superhero he's right. on the quest for knowledge That's and true. in the meantime he saved some people and whatever yeah I know a lot of people think I'm like half um Ravenclaw and half um Gryffindor but yeah. I always put everyone first like to a default so it puts me in Gryffindor like to a default I put everyone in front of myself and that's yeah. so bad <laughs> it's a bad trade <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm you gotta Slytherin, put your oxygen mask on first like you gotta yeah. put your oxygen mask on first before you can help other people put on their mask yeah see that I would not do that I cannot you can't tell pour you. from an empty cup exactly <laughs> um <laughs> anyway uh I mean I get my I- I would drown or I would I would dehydrate. Yeah. I would. My big problem with this movie is act three. And hmm. I think it went too far. I'm okay with the time travel, the time fisher, right? It's not an all-encompassing time travel machine. I get that. That's cool. I'm even a little bit, I think there could have been a better choice, a little bit better with his calculations were off. I love the calculations being off part. I uh-huh. think that was all gold. And then he said abort. He got sucked in. He was like, we're gr- like, we're exactly where we need to be. And then he realizes he's wrong. Love that part. I didn't like all the time they spent. And they met Archimedes. They talked to Archimedes. They were in the battle to a Rome, like a Roman's like, ho, ho, ho to you. And like, it's like, why are we fighting ancient Romans now? Like it was, it was too much for me. It was, it was, yeah, it was just, it was too much. I think they could have flown over and realized they were in the wrong time and you could have seen it from afar and never interacted, inspired the Phoenix with the propellers, do that whole thing, and then figured it yeah. out from there. Huh. So you don't, you don't like the fact that like they actually went down and like interacted with everything? Yeah. Um, I think... In all honesty, because, like, logic-wise, which, again, like, I don't know how you can apply logic to, like, a story that, like, fundamentally had time travel in it. Um, yeah. But, like, because immediately, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, they, if this was real life, they would die on sight. Like, like it would be on sight. Some random bullshit fell out of the sky on fire. And then all these people in these strange clothes speaking this strange language, they would be gone. Nobody would stop to think about anything. Oh, sorry. I just saw the scariest freaking bug outside. Um, but I was like, oh, holy shit. Um, but yeah. Um, 
but when I, when I like kind of like thought about it where I'm like I'm at to, I'm at a point where I'm like if something is already absurd where I'm like I get to the point where I'm like okay are we just gonna go s- deeper into the absurdity because it's already absurd when you think Which about part? it like a Nazi uh, first of all Nazis are absurd and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's absurd a Nazi um but like first of all Nazis are absurd um and like th- uh, this dude with this dial thinking that if he puts it in the right calculations which that's not how the world works we learned that in moon night um you cannot just put the coordinates in because the earth will not be in the same position my guy so like you're not that smart um and uh freaking like ha- having the clouds open up just to go back to ancient Rome, that is absurd like it's absurd so right. I'm at the point where I'm like, it's already absurd. Why not me? <laughs> like, why not me, Archimedes? Why not? Why not give him a watch? Why not at this point? Because it's already absurd. So, like, I didn't really have a problem with that part because I was just like, you know what? We're already here. We're already here. Might as well. And that's why I was kind of okay with it. Because also, again, too, like you see Indiana Jones again kind of over it. And kind of being like, bro, I want to stay here. This is where I want to be. I just want to go on vacation. Like, I'm just tired. And you just see this tired guy being like, bro, what do I got to go back to? Like, nonsense and my divorce papers? Like, what? And then, like, you have um, Phoebe's character, Helena. Her name's Helena, right? Helena? Helena? Uh, They Um, pronounce it two different ways, I think, in the movie. Yeah. And I'm like, pick one, please. I can't do this. I need consistency. But, um... But like you have Helena, like be like, nah, you're co- you're coming home with me, and just socking him in the face and bringing him kind of back to reality. And yeah. like I didn't really have a problem with that because again, I'm like, we're already here and it's already absurd. There is a Nazi in the middle of ancient Rome, like there is a Nazi on fire in the middle of ancient Rome. I can't get any also, more absurd than that. No, why no one discovered that because they went back in time. Yeah, and I'm like, are we just gonna ignore the whole? Because well, I think one of the reasons too is because like, um, clothing, especially like modern clothing, which like back then, like what the 40s, 30s, 40s, like it will degrade. Like clothing (laughs) over time will degrade, so they wouldn't be able to find like their uniforms and shit. So they would just look like normal dead men that died in a fire. But um, like that's the only like rationale i have but that's why the watch was left behind because the watch wouldn't decay like the the whole the the cogs and the freaking leather and stuff would hold up so um and things get lost to time all the time a lot yeah like especially too where it's just like lands change land mass changes like if a flood happens something could end up at the bottom of the ocean like you don't know like there's so much stuff that we haven't even found from like the past and we're still finding new shit. So like, it's very likely that like these two random Nazis just never were found again. <laughs> like They are just gone. And so is their plane. They probably melted their shit from some uh, iron or whatever. Like, yeah, the, the plane's gone. Everything's gone. So like, yeah. I but. have an idea for an alternate ending and I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, hmm. I think, so so Mads Mikkelsen's character wanted to go back in time before Germany invaded Poland and kill Hitler and take his place, right? I'm assuming yes. like that was his plan. Because he said, Hitler did everything wrong. I mm-hmm. will do it right, right? It's like so he I wasn't think... extreme enough. And it's like, he wasn't extreme enough. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, the, the part where he talks to the waiter, the black waiter, 
I, I was, you know, when he was like, where, where are you from? That whole like question. Yeah. I was, I was like, real people ask this question all the time in real life, but I was so creeped out. Oh yeah. Well, it made me, it did make me mad in the sense that, um, I've gotten that question a bunch and I am lucky enough that I do know. I don't tell people because it's like mm-hmm. it's not business to know because they just want to be smart and everything. But that question has been asked several times. Like, where are your pe- people from? Like, where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm African-American. I'm from here. I don't associate myself with some parts because it's like I don't know that history because that history was stolen from mm-hmm. me. And um, like, for instance, and then I had that my whole identity crisis, too, because when I thought I grew up Puerto Rican, then finding out, oh, you're not <laughs> it's like, OK, so I have to relearn everything else. But it's just that that question still gets asked today. And I just that honestly, I, it obviously you got to know, like this villain, like. Uh, sorry, that just makes me mad. Yeah. His constant yeah. answers like oh, you fought in the war. It's like, well, how's it going for you now? You know what? It's fine because he's alive. Yeah. <laughs> At the point of the Nazis, like, so you're saying that his life would have been better if the Nazis would have won? Like, hold when up. He said, when he said, you guys didn't win. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, like, it's just, and it's just those two words, like, he's such an evil, scummy piece of shit. Like, he's just yeah. a, He's just icky. Like, I remember, like, watching it in the theater, and I went, <laughs> like, I literally, like, my eyes went, like, wide, and I was, like, he said, what? <laughs> like, and it's, it's, like, what, the 60s? Like, the late 60s? Uh, uh, I think it's 69. It 69. should be 69, because they got back from space. And yeah. it's just, like, okay, it's what? 1969, and, like, not only is this motherfucker a Nazi, but, like, also you- the fact that it's, like, I'm sorry? The segregation's going on. The segregation, the se- yeah, like we just like I think the Civil Rights Act got passed like what five years prior, right? Yeah, like it was just it was just passed, like literally, like and, and uh, it's not going to magically be like Poof, racism's gone. Like we see it right now, racism is not gone. So like it was just like the most scummy, skeezy moment, like character defining moment where you're like, oh, this guy's not just a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Like he's yeah. like horrible and like right. into like i'm puerto rican as well like and i just like i again lucky i'm lucky enough to know where i'm from and i'm lucky enough to like be able to trace enough to know like where my ancestry is from but like a good half of that is was not it was bad like it was bad right. up until even the 50s where like they literally like used to experiment on puerto rican women and like test birth control on them and test medications on them as recently as the 50s and mm-hmm. like or like the fact that they ran out of natives on the island and they brought over slaves because they were killing them and it's just like it's such a scummy ass question to ask because it's just like you know the answer and it's not good like you know the answer and it's not good. So why would you shut up? Like I had a lady one time, this is off subject, but I had a lady like tell me, so I was like, you know, my family, like African-American stuff like that. And she was like, well, what part of Africa? And I was just like, I don't, I don't know. And she goes, well, I've been there. I have to tell you about it. <laughs> you I know never- what part of Africa? I know where I'm from. West. You know why? Because that's where, where they got people on boats. <laughs> She had to say 
like I have to tell you about it like I have to share it with you oh because <laughs> they went I, I, she went on a safari I think they were in South Africa saf- yes and like, she wanted she to tell you about her safari and I'm not gonna lie I was jealous because I always <laughs> go on an safari but it was just the fact that she was like oh yeah we went on the African safari and uh, she was like I have to tell you all about my experience and like you maybe you can relate and I was just like I've been to Animal Kingdom <laughs> not Animal Kingdom <laughs> The audacity. Yeah, this is yeah, this is. I love it. Um, Mads Mickelson's character is a great example of the pseudo intellectuals that we meet in real life, right? Oh, yeah. However accomplished they are, they think that they know everything and they're incapable of making mistakes. It, and the episode <sighs> in end of this movie, he makes he, a big mistake. See, to say and we're not talking we're talking about the character we're not talking about the actor that we don't yeah. like but, yeah. but, but i will say about the actor i will have to give him kudos like brilliant like that look on his face of defeat i saw he, it and yeah he's a I, good like, actor feel, yes he's a great phenomenal actor and this great of playing a villain like oh just yeah. <laughs> so good i mean you know he's like he's not from germany where is he from is he austrian He's Danish. He's Danish. Danish. He's yeah. Danish. Okay. Also, he was originally like... he's originally a gymnast and dancer. You know, he gives me that vibe. Really? I could see him flipping. Mm. I could see him doing some flips. <laughs> well, but basically, but him playing that character was just very believable. And just like the look on his face at the end when the plane was falling, he knew that he had messed, like he was wrong. He wasn't better than, for instance, Hitler, mm-hmm. who also made mistakes. And he just, that look of defeat, it was. It like, it, it, made, it didn't humanize him because he's again, like a scum of the earth and I'm not going to. No, no. Like not, a person like that, I'm not going to give the uh, title of human being, but it no. like it immortalized where it's like he realized that he is mortal and that he has mortality and that he is not like whatever freaking God he was trying to be yes. and whatever like leader he was trying to be. He was just some guy with a dumbass plan and a dumbass execution. And he was taken down by Romans who had like this like not even advanced technology like I'm like you were taken down by wood and some rocks my guy you were taken down by a glorified slingshot my dude (laughs) it just reminds me of like somebody pulled like a bunch of men and then they said how do you think you could confidently land a plane no oh there's Uh, that there's a bunch of those questions right (laughs) but there's can you confidently land a plane but then there's uh one that i was thinking of is could you beat a bear in a fight no no (laughs) no weapons no weapons could you beat a bear in a fight how many men said yes more than should have you know I'm with a white, my boyfriend's white, and he said, yes, he he's convinced that he could take on a bear. Yes, he is. And I was like, for me, I just have to beat the person behind me. I just have to outrun the person behind me. I'm gonna that- push well, the well, you'll be, you're, you're lucky. The bear. Wait, sorry, what? I said, I'm going to push the person that was convinced they could fight the bear. Exactly. In front of me exactly. And I'm gonna run. 
<laughs> Mariah, you won't have to worry. You could be walking away and he'll While go he's fight the bear. The bear. <laughs> well, not necessarily a bear. Okay, he thinks he can take down because we have mountain lions in the area. Oh. Too. He's also like he loves cats and he's like he has his toxic traits. A cat versus a mountain lion. He <laughs> thinks tame like he i if i ever go hike i won't go hiking with him because he would be like oh can you do that oh that he has no fight or flight does it no, oh my god no tame. sense of self-preservation at all <laughs> he would tame like a cat that's like wild animals any kind of animal if it comes to animals does he, he has think he's eliza thornberry i was gonna say tarzan but like, <laughs> what comes to animals he has like anything else though he's completely logical like getting on a like a helicopter plane like he's like no submarine no won't do that but animals animals so so the stuff that's like been troubleshot and like tested maybe not the ocean gate one but the stuff that's been proven pretty safe Mm -mm. he won't get on no but he'll try to fight a bear he would try to tame a bear. I guarantee you he would. If he could. Like, like, like Chris, Chris, yeah. Chris Pratt in Jurassic Park with a freaking girl. You know, like, <laughs> like a white woman would tame that dog. That's would too. Like he would tame any kind of animal. Like, oh, I'm going to cry real tears. Yeah. If it has fur and claws, he's going to tame it. Oh, Bruh. has he seen Nope? No, I don't think so. No, but he won't. You guys watch, should watch it. Um, he should watch it. I will have to see. It. I have to watch he it. He should a, watch it. So it he fits. Watch. It fits with this. Just yeah. So What's the guy with all the tigers and stuff like that? Like the Joe Exotic. Team? Yeah. Okay. He won't watch it because he's like, if those idiots can have a tiger, why can't I? And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> because it's a wild animal. And you shouldn't own one. No, he's there. like, don't watch it because he's jealous that they have it and he doesn't. Like, it's awful. Joe Exotic is also in prison. So, yeah. like... <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I could take care of him better. I'm like, oh, my God. Okay. I guarantee you can't. I'm, I'm glad we're poor. <laughs> I wish I had that level of confidence. Right. Oh, uh, white me too. <laughs> um, We're going to pivot back to Indiana Jones. Um... Uh, <laughs> But, uh, so, okay, so uh, stick with me here. My idea for an alternate ending. Awesome. Mads Mikkelsen's character, Schmidt, or whatever his name was, he does his calculation wrong. That's all correct. He goes into the Fisher. That's all correct. He was aiming for pre-invasion Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, he ends up at Victory in Europe Day, which is all the Americans celebrating that they won the war. So he can't go back any further. It's a fixed point in time. Like he cannot change time like the way he wants to change time. And the like the the goal, like I guess the message is that like the the Nazis were always gonna lose. You know? So it's a canon event. <laughs> kind of, yeah. So the Nazis event. are always gonna lose. And maybe you can have what like one final fight scene when they land and like whatever. And in the end, he gets shot by an American soldier who is just gonna shoot a Nazi. Like, cause they're in Victory in Europe Day. You know what I mean? But what would the... Because mm. he's wearing the Nazi uniform. He is wearing in, the Nazi uniform. In a parade that is celebrating the fact that they won. The downfall of Nazis. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's not Romans yeah. versus Archimedes, but I think I, centering I, it around the Nazi downfall would have been nicer. You know? Okay. Yeah. Or I, I, 
I don't know. Continue, Mariah. Sorry. I'll, I, I'll think. Keep it. I'm going to give an alternate ending, but keep it how it happened about them going back to ancient Rome. Because I do like that the Romans took down the Nazis just because it's like history-wise. It's, it's a poetic justice for history for me. Yeah. Um, I would have made Indy stay in the past. Hmm. I would have. He'd I affect said, the like, timeline, though. Well. Would he? I think, I don't well, think, it depends no, on whether, I, how you view the timeline, but yeah. I, I don't know. think he would have messed up the timeline. I think Indy is very smart that he wouldn't, that he would just, he is actually there, like, once again, going with your Ravenclaw theory. He's just there to learn and experience mm. it. And then he, like, something would happen, like, like, Helena has to go back, but Indy, ha it has to stay, like, the, because the dial wasn't done when because Archimedes was like he was putting it together and it was unfinished I thought the dollar was going to stay back but they had brought it back and then like kind of like some pieces wouldn't have worked unless he had pieces because he put that compass in there and I thought the compass was from the future but I think I might have missed something in yeah. there it was because a confusing I was like, little bit like because when you get that flashback and you see him working on it and it's like not even halfway done yet so I was like oh so you're going to bring back the full piece to him. And I thought that was the connection of it. Keep on traveling back in time. And Indy was always supposed to go back in time. Like you were supposed to do this. Like you, you're trapping the Nazis here. You're keeping them here. Like you were always supposed to come back to this time and save. I don't know, some something about saving the timeline, saving something along yeah. that line that he has to stay back and Helena needs to go back. Oh, side note. Whatever happened to that random dude <laughs> that just like he was in the plane and they never showed him again. He was Which with, one? he was like he was sleeping in his plane and the guy. Oh the, yeah. Oh the I, kid uh, <laughs> showed him again. Like he got back and he woke up and he was like, oh like that guy was just this they probably thought he was a deleted scene. There's yeah, probably yeah. a deleted scene because we never yeah. see them go back in i know we never that guy back in either that guy would be the trained pilot to f everybody gets in the plane and he flies them out of there but yeah, he didn't I, do anything yeah he probably was having an existential crisis somewhere because like I, that's what i'd be doing i'd be like huh? like yeah yeah um so funny but yeah it made yeah. indy stay back but i do like the fact that she punched him and he got to go back and then i saw the because I, once again, cried my eyes out with him and Mary and Ravenwood when they, you know, fixed their relationship. And, uh, and the, the callback yeah. call to Raiders. And, like, the, it hurts here, here. Oh, sorry. Cried my eyes out. I'm glad he didn't stay back in time. I think the message yeah. of the whole movie, because it starts off with, like, there's a reason why the movie takes place during Moon Day, where it's like, we're moving in the space age, right? Like, what right. is the point of an old man stuck in the past learning about the past? Like, mm -hmm. when there's so the much point? stuff coming in the future. Right. right. And he doesn't feel like he has anything left. He, his, his son is dead. Because his son is dead, his marriage has fallen apart. He doesn't have anyone, right? And right. he feels like he's alone and he is retreating into the past. I don't think it would is a strong decision. It's not a brave decision to stay in the past. It was he, a cowardly decision. Yeah. He was I, doing it not because it was for knowledge. He was doing it because he, like you said, like he thought he had nothing left. And Helena reminded him, 
Helena reminded him, like, no, you do have to be left. I want you there. Like, right. there are people that want you there, and you can't just decide you want to die here because it's it's more selfish to do that, you know? Yes. And, like, instead of, uh, instead of, like, going back and just continuing to live your life and move forward, it's cowardly and selfish to go back. Yeah. It really if you think about... I'm glad that they, the way that they did did it I was very happy with but I just like in that moment when I saw that guy in the coffin I saw that watch I was like oh my god this is how it dies and then like first of all he was shot in the side and that me working in the hospital I was like that he was alive for way too long with being shot there (laughs) or he could have missed something they could have missed the organ it's fine yeah they could have just missed the ones that could have potentially discontinued his subscription prematurely (laughs) Like, uh, to to Life magazine. It's a life. <laughs> um, I I I'm thinking about the Indiana Jones franchise as a whole, and I'm thinking about how he is a man never in like looking towards the future. Like he's always looking towards the past. He can't build meaningful connections. Like everybody that he comes across in his movies are all people that he's met previously, and like yeah. like like Marion and him fail until kingdom of the crystal skull like and those are still people from the from the past and he can't move towards the future and i think like seeing dial of destiny as a like thing where sure when you plan towards the future like there are great things but then yeah there are also sucky things and things that you have to get over and like you can't just retreat to the past and be just like an old man not learning new things right. he was stuck on syracuse right like yeah. that was like his lesson and and if you notice like his 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 kid the 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 students used to love him some used to be in love with him but now mm-hmm. the students hate him the students don't yeah. like him he's boring he's just a, he's going over the same old stuff over and over and over again instead <laughs> of like adapting to a new age and that right. was seen like that was shown with his neighbors and was like watch the news it's moon day like he's just so he's like moon day what does that mean you know it's yeah. just kind of there's nothing really to do on the moon like right new he said age that? of people would i'm sorry he said there's nothing to do on the moon right who said that the that was him, that was him think, right he yeah, said yeah. going to the moon is like something there's right. nothing there Something oh, yeah, fact- he's, he's saying it in the bar to Helena, and then Helena's like, Oh, you don't remember me. You don't know who mm. I am. It was something it was about that time, wasn't it? That that this maybe be- but he's like, There's nothing there. It's like but to be fair though, that was the last time we went. Yeah. <laughs> and like they can't we've, and been, the fact no, that, we've like, been to the can't... moon uh, since it was not just the first in time. In the 70s. No, we circled around it. We sent rovers. People have not been on the moon. Oh, since. they haven't been on it on it. On it, since. um, I don't know. Let me check that. It, but anyway, it, continue. Yeah, they sent rovers and stuff to the moon, but they people have not been on the moon since then. They had attempted and they failed because you know how you. I remember that for a fact. Transformers and um, what's his name? Patrick is Patrick Swayze. No, what's his name? The guy Patrick the, Dempsey. Dempsey. Patrick Dempsey's character is like, you know why we haven't been back to the moon since nineteen sixty. None, and they try to say the Autobots were there, but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we, we have been to the moon, um, but we stopped okay. going. There have been no soft landings since 1976, but there were six crude, six crude U.S. landings between 1969 and 1972, and numerous yeah. uncrewed landings. 
Um, but we have been to the moon after Apollo 11. Um, Apollo 13 didn't reach it. That's the movie. Right. That's the um, movie. But there are other times. But we we don't generally go to the moon back and yeah. forth a lot. Yeah, are they so, doing another manned mission soon? I think I think so. But the blue blue origins is doing it. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I know that because my friend is actually working on that. So kind of... Oh wow. Wow. Yeah. Holy crap. Um yeah. don't ask me yeah. what else. I have no clue. I just know that <laughs> He's working classified. <laughs> I think uh, I I think there's a couple layers to this movie. Just it's like Indiana Jones not wanting to like it's the Indiana Jones part. It's the Harrison Ford like meta commentary of like like is he moving forward? He just keeps getting drawn back into this like this type of thing. There's a lot going on. I would say what I did like from the heat like some of the humor inside the Indiana Jones was always it was there in this movie. Uh, like for instance, like everyone pulling out a gun and you know, he he he's pulled out gun on people and this time he had all the guns pointed towards him. So I thought that was a little funny. But it's just like that old like movie humor, like that generation, how much they hated the Nazi. I mean, of course everyone does. Who doesn't Yeah, I would freaking hope so. Yes. Uh, yes. Well, I would I mean, really hope so. But it's just that generation, how much they hated the ger just like the German people to just in general. And then like they was like, oh, you're German. So it's just like that that kind of like funny nod to that generation too. Like everything, like if they were German, they were immediately bad and or evil. And I mean, obviously yeah. they weren't movie, but it's just kind of like to me, I was just like, I kind of I kind of had a laugh because it reminded me of my grandfather who was just like, oh, those Germans. I was like, grandpa, they're not, like, they're gone. The Nazis are gone. They're all, all German people are bad now. It's okay. It's okay. But you can't tell him anything because he's Polish. For, for, for instance, he's Polish, so he... Yeah. Gotcha. I was about to say, I'm like, yeah, that'll do it. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's Polish, so he's just like, mm, Russians and, and Germans are not <laughs> his forte right now. <laughs> Um, it was also a commentary how the problem with the U.S. government is while at the end of World War II, Germany disavowed Nazism, disavowed all that. You, you To this yeah. day, you can't fly the Nazi flag. You can't. There's no freedom of speech when it comes to Nazism, which personally I think should be the way here. But yeah, um, it really should. But we can't because we hired so many Nazis. The American and government movie and i was i was like i love that uh -huh. they, they changed their names but they worked on basically mm -hmm. you know russia and america had the space uh the space race and between the nazis that i guess weren't publicly executed the ones that weren't got divvied up and you know, they russia, like russia recruited them like they were playing pro ball you know yeah Russian and they america. They also like because it's also horrible too because a lot of them that were quote unquote doctors they were not doctors they were torturing people. Um, they went on to like give American doctors like information and the stuff that they got from the camps uh, for medical advancements, and it was just right. like, oh my god! Like the notion, <laughs> the notion that 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 black people don't feel pain like white Came people do from yeah they they literally like that also like women too they said that women don't feel pain the same that like it's just it's it's a lot yeah. of wrong things like for instance 
I want to say that like the most accurate stuff that came out of it was like the anatomy and everything. Like they obviously they got to do that, but for people saying, "Oh, we wouldn't have had it if it wasn't for them," I was like, "No, that's not true." No, 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 no. There are ethical ways to find out things about the human body, not experimenting and torturing. Yeah, we let's be clear. Let's we would have had the same technology and everything like that without it. They just were. It's also it wasn't across the board. It was no. if if you're if you're trying to figure out female reproductive systems, it was all black women being yeah. experimented on. Literally, because, and, and also so, like again, as recent as the fifties in like Puerto Rico, they literally used Puerto Rican women to test birth control. So the reason why people in the states have birth control is because my like great grandmother, her grandmother's like they got experimented on, yeah, and. Right. It's like people are still breathing that got experimented on. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's why my family, we don't, I don't actually, first of all, I don't do birth control because same thing with my family, like my adopted family, been scared about it because of being experimented on. And this is why a lot of black women do not go to doctors for that exact Mm -hmm. reason because they do not trust it because all this experimentation. But seeing that played like in the movies, in the sense of, sorry, I hear fireworks outside my house right now. Forget it's 4th of July weekend. So it's just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like PTSD. is like, what is going on? And it's but, Florida, so. Yeah, exactly. There's no law. There's no law here. And, but basically, like, just seeing that inside and coming back to Indiana Jones, where we see the FBI agent, who is a Black woman. Uh-huh. who is like knowing that these are the Nazis and like that you got them scared and like there's she's helping them it's just like the hypocrisy behind the American government like and also them not listening like, to her back we got you got us to the moon so we're gonna try to help you out but now that you did this like for instance I wasn't crazy about that chase scene but they exposed themselves they were like okay let's back up you have yeah. too much control yeah I mean yeah, they kill the 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 two people at least two, the two people in the um in the college in the university, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just sh- kill them uh, square out. And it did kind of suck that like that agent, uh, her her name is Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, that she died too. She right. died. She was the first. She was the first, essentially named character, right? She's not a main to, character, but, but she, she was, was the first one to die too. So yeah. that kind of sucked um I oh, will have to say it was um I do have a question about that because he they framed him for the murder but when he got back was how the charges get dropped because he was still a suspect for those two people who got killed that's why he ran so he went yeah. back in time who cleared it up because like what her the lady who would have cleared them up she died she was wasn't shot. Helena the one who said she said something that like incriminated uh, somebody else I, indiana I, was i crying that much <laughs> i don't i don't know you're you're right i don't know how that kind of got fixed um yeah now that i think about it did it get fixed <laughs> yeah i don't know um like, so go back in time just for him to be put back in jail like <laughs> i i'm assuming it just got fixed it just got brushed over it is what it is <laughs> like okay it's a plot um, it's we'll fix it in post um uh there is something that i think has been interesting from the get-go from the first indiana jones movie um 
And this happens a lot, but um, Jonathan Reese Davies, he is a well-known actor. He's a Welsh actor. Uh, he played Gimli. Uh, I believe he played Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, he played Gimli in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. He's a tall, he, he, you know, he, he, he's just a tall, big guy. He plays Sala in in Indiana Jones. And this is something that I've been seeing since like the first Indiana Jones movie. And like, it's a little bit different when you're, when you're young and when you're a kid. Um, and like back then they cast a lot of white actors because the guy is Welsh. He just yeah. can grow a dark beard. That's really yeah. what it is. He is Welsh and he has been Sala this whole way through, which maybe okay in the past, you know, they did that and it was wrong then and whatever. But I just thought it was weird that like you bring them back, but you, and but you, give them kids or grandkids that are clearly brown, like that are brown actors as his kids or grandkids. But he is a white man, a Welsh man playing Sala in Egyptian. But then they cast correctly for the kids. I don't know. It was just weird to me. And it still continues to be weird. Yes, it is. I will have to say it is. I wish, I mean, obviously in the original, they would have an actual Egyptian actor because Egyptians, I am North African, um, mm. Morocco, and they are very much mixed. That you get yeah. them of all shapes and colors. Yeah. Um, so someone could actually be that light skin and actually and be Egyptian. So it's kind of like that. But the fact that he wasn't is is a little bit of a problem in that time. But it was that I will say it was a different era. So that they all did that, but. I I I did like bringing him back because I love yeah. the actor. I love him so much. Like, I agree. Yeah. I I do love him in that in that sense. I'm just like okay. Um, I do like that his wife was clearly like middle more Middle Eastern, and then like his kids they cast that because it's like okay, he can be playing like maybe like a, a Greek descent because like a lot of Egyptians have like. Yeah, Greek ancestry. Yes, the Mediterranean yes. is very mixed. Yeah, the guy but, is from Wales. Yes, <laughs> he is Welsh. But I want to say that <laughs> I have to go against. Like sometimes that happens. Like especially like with the new Netflix Cleopatra, mm. and they cast a she's British and she is black. She's West yeah. African descent to play Cleopatra and Cleopatra was not. I uh, she's Ptolemy. She was Greek. Yes. Yeah. She's not. There is another that she could have played any other Egyptian, like um yeah. Pharaoh, um, Queen, like um oh but, shoot. Uh Nubia. Uh, Nubia? She could have played Nefertiti. Um and also uh oh what's her name? She was a uh, oh she her so, name began with an H. Oh, you're thinking age. Okay. Um, I know. I I can't remember. It's like. Oh, yeah. Nefertiti. Yeah. Yeah. She could have played. Um, it's a strong, powerful. Um, people were up in arms. But yeah, those same people don't have the same energy for when it's the other way around. That's. Oh, yeah. That's the funny that's part. That's the issue. Oh, Hatshepsut. Hat, hat, uh, hat, uh, hmm, yeah. I That's just butchered I that, but yeah, Hatshepsut. Yeah, that was her name, uh, Queen yeah. Hatshepsut. Um, 
but, but that's I, I I really did probably did not say that right. But yeah, <laughs> I will agree, Dimitri, that a lot of people do not have the same energy. They don't have the same energy when it's like the other way around, where they're like, "Oh, whitewashing is okay," but like you can't switch the race of another. But I do it to real life people. They have had like um like I had this conversation the other day. They had Angelina Jolie play like an Afro Latina um like Asian woman in a movie back in like two thousand eight. Yeah. Um and. Angelina Jolie is white. Like she is I mean, white. Come on. And... It, it keeps happening. Um, Argo is is based around a man, Agent Mendez, played by Ben Affleck. He's a Mexican yeah. man. He is a Mexican man in real life. Yeah. Um, I oh, what movie did I see recently that like Matt Damon was in? It came out a couple of years ago, but he it's like uh, he was like on Earth, and Earth was all messed up. Diego Luna is also in it, and like oh, I, uh, yeah. I, do you know what a movie I'm talking about, right? Where yeah, and he gets like the, a, yeah, the rich people live in the sky. The rich people live in the sky, yeah. Yeah. And that and that character Elysium. After, yeah, Elysium. When I saw that like movie and I saw the flashbacks and the little kid was like speaking Spanish, and I was like, are they trying to tell me that Matt Damon is a Hispanic man? Because <laughs> like there are white Hispanics, but like yeah. but Matt Damon is not Hispanic. <laughs> and I was like, that is not a Hispanic man at all. Like <laughs> I come up, I come up from a family that's like many different colors. Like my dad and my yeah. mom look very different. Sorry, Eclipse is just in the frame now. <laughs> you have my dog here. Hello, Eclipse. Say hi. But um, like I have parents that are like on very different ends of the spectrum as far as color feature wise. And yeah. same thing with my grandparents. They're all Puerto Rican, but they all look very different. Um, but I was just like, you see, that would be okay if you were his. Hispanic, but you are a white guy like a white guy so yeah. like it was but, i was like what well would you no. think fast and furious when they cast uh dom who was like first of all that the fact that they made john cena and Vin diesel i'm so confused <laughs> i'm so, so confused, confused. yeah like, fast and furious does it real weird because Vin we diesel Vin Diesel in real life is mixed, but nobody knows with what because he didn't know his birth father. Um, okay, and but yes. like they have him, John <laughs> Cena being brothers, plus and then Jordana Brewster, Jordana Brewster as like their as three sister. siblings. Yeah, they're all siblings, and but then the his is- kid, his kid is what got me because I was like, <laughs> whose brown <laughs> baby is that? <laughs> Brazilian are the like, very much like Puerto Ricans. They come in every yeah. different shade. So you can very well have like a blonde hair, blue eye. One of my great grandparents, blonde hair, blue eyed, six foot one, white man. But he was <laughs> Hispanic. Like, yeah. right. He, so I'm just like, but I was like, so if two plus two is four and five plus five is 10, then what the hell is where, this? Where did that baby around, come from? And I'm like, your right. brother is John Cena and your sister is Jordana Brewster. Where did this brown ass baby come from? Where yeah. did it come from? <laughs> it like, was it was a lie. I was just like, the connections, like you're going to, like that's probably like the most unbelievable thing. Actually, there's a lot of unbelievable things in Fast and Furious, but the fact that they tried to convince us that they were brothers, off Indiana Jones subject, but that was crazy. 
Look, yeah. I know that things can skip a generation, but I also seen his mom's. Where did that child come from? <laughs> what is going on? Where did those jeans come from? Because dark jeans are pretty dominant. Like they're like nine times out of ten, if one of y'all's parents is a dark person with dark features, your kid is gonna be a dark person with dark features. Like that's just how it works. But right. like sometimes yeah. it's different. Sometimes yeah, you get I variations. Think, I will have to. I will have. <laughs> To, um, I can forgive the child. I just can't forgive Diesel being brothers because if you look at Ben Diesel's children, his wife <laughs> is also very light. Mm. I don't know. If, I think she. I don't think she's mixed. I thought she was white. I I could be completely wrong. She but people be can be mixed and be like white presenting. Yes. And yeah. like, but they but things are, can pop up. But but Ben Diesel's children are darker. Yeah. Than and his wife. And also, if he's mixed, too, like, if Vin Diesel yeah, is mixed, mixed, and if his wife is mixed, they can get the recessive genes, like, that way, and they can pop yeah. up a different color. Which, like, I've had siblings do that, where, like, not siblings, um, cousins do that, where, like, their parents are pretty, like, dark in complexion, and for some reason, they just come out pale. They're just right. pale, and then the same thing happens. Two, both of their parents are pale, but one of their parents was darker, and they come out dark. Like, yeah. That can happen, but also like way in this family in particular, where did it come from? <laughs> yeah. Where is it from? Because John Cena is also a whole white man. So where Ooh, yeah. is this coming from? <laughs> they tried to brush it off in, in the Fast and Furious movies with Charlize Theron character being like, oh, you guys are very mixed family, but the Nordic genes are strong in you to John Cena. I don't know. It's oh. weird. Um, bringing it back to Indiana Jones, I like Sala. He needs to exist. It's just weird that it is a product of the era. And it's also yeah. weird that back in the original, let's just say original three movies, like they cast very accurately when the brown man is evil. Yep. Like Temple of Doom, all those guys are clear. They're not white actors pretending to be brown. They are just brown actors being evil, doing their evil brown stuff, you know? Yeah. That's very common. Is, you know, uh, it doesn't work both ways. But I did like seeing Sala because I do like Jonathan Reese davies um, Not to be confused with Jonathan Rice Myers. Which is uh, the guy that played like King Henry VIII. Yeah. He yes. was, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's staying in his lane. King Henry VIII. He's, yeah. <laughs> you know, he knows where he's from. He's, he knows he's where doing he's from. His thing. Uh, also another Welsh actor who also plays latina is Catherine zeta jones i did not know that she wasn't latina until literally like last year she is completely welsh it's just I the zeta like, it's the zeta part that people are like oh yeah 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 that's what got me like i literally my entire life came crashing down when like a literally like two years ago i was like she's what yeah she's not hispanic sorry my dog said they wanted to play right now um but i was just like she's she's from where like not, she's not just a white woman she's the white woman like she's from she's welsh what yeah. like where yeah <laughs> what? so yeah i was like okay no and don't and then also finding out antonio banderas um that he's spaniard not hispanic yeah because there's a difference yeah um and let's I talk about like, him real quick He's Just also real quick. in this movie. He's in yes. this movie. He doesn't do anything. And then he dies. <laughs> Sorry. No, but was, was the clips. I was like, why why even add him in it? If he but then but I was like to get a boat. 
to the yeah, scuba just dive, the, the, just the scuba thing, right? The, the scuba. A nice cameo, I get in it because, but because I haven't seen him in a, anything in a while. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm just like, why introduce this character if you're just going to kill him off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I did he- laugh when they said there's eels down there because I saw the joke coming. I was the, like, the snake. eels <laughs> are snakes of the sea kind of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I have to be ill. Yeah. And then they attacked him. I did. I like that, though. No, poor man. He cannot catch a break. Like, he really. <laughs> I would have to say, um, I did find it a little. Um, I got sick to my stomach seeing the, the skeletons down there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Down in the boat. I was just like, because. I mean, I would i don't know would they still be there because it wasn't like that was ancient times so it was just like would they have been like rotted away by then underneath the sea like did was that necessary but i mean it was just it did make me sick i was like sitting there i was just like oh that's a little too that's a little too much for me but yeah uh i'm afraid of deep ocean so like all of that with like their and then their lines got cut and then the yeah. one guy just kind of fell right he was just like, yeah. ah, and he like died. Yeah. Because four guys went down and three came up. <gasps> You're right. It did. When the first guy, he gets his line cut. He's just like, whoa. whoa. And I'm like, swim. I don't swim. know how they do it. Are they able to swim? Or Can do they, they have to be swim? hoisted Am up? I stupid? No, okay, I, they can't. That's the thing. No. They get hoisted up. Oh, yeah. That's like the pressure and stuff of it. They can't get up fast. Oh, okay, now, yeah. Was there because it was like air going down to them. It wasn't just lines, right? Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, an airline it. and a hoisting line. It's two lines. And that's why, like, because like they were cutting that, and that's why he he hit Helena's air thing so that she would have went up faster. Mm. Which also, I'm really surprised it didn't like mess her up because like how fast. You would get the bends, like you, you get would, the bends, like, yeah. Like you yeah. would get, like you you at the very least pass out. Yeah, because they were so deep down. Oh wow, sorry, just got a flashback of <laughs> of another what just happened recently. So it's just oh, like, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I saw it before that whole thing, so like I can't imagine oh. people going to see the movie then and after like everything happened. And I'm just like, oh, I did not have that knowledge when I saw it, so I was fine. <laughs> yeah, I did think about that in this in the movie, but at the same time, I'm just like, I was like, oh, it's more so like I can. Sp- I was more like I can do the. I They had to. You're getting somebody's getting cut off because there's sound in the background of somebody. Oh no. Um my dog is deciding oh, that she wants to have a problem. Oh, is that? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're deciding um, you want to play right now. Um Stop. I do have to I, I I really I and I don't know whether I touched on it. I do have to give credit to Phoebe Waller Bridge. Uh I thought she's she was the whole movie for me. Like she did a really good job. She, I like it's maybe it's a little bit of Fleabag that because I've seen both seasons of Fleabag. Whenever she sees a guy, she's always like, Ooh, like she's like, I love that about her character. She's just like, like I was expecting her to turn to the camera like she does in Fleabag and like say something and then turn back, but she didn't. It's probably because like it's just you're 
so used to that character where it's like it's a different environment now so it's like yeah yeah did you Sorry, know that my... she played l337 she was the she was the seat the the motion person for l337 in solo I thought really um, i thought she did the voice too did she not she did the voice uh, yeah she did the voice and i think she was in the suit too oh like, wow i need to go back and watch that because like i yeah. love the fact that like they're both in the star wars universe yeah that's awesome yeah. well let's make this one let's take it a step far, further because that was about solo and it was know, about solo and it was like my hair is yeah l3 becomes a falcon it's a navigation right. and her, she gets in like her like when she like dies and everything she's uploaded into the falcon and that's why the falcon is like such an awesome ship because it's basically almost like a living being like it's like a droid so that's han that's solo cool. shit, who yeah. harrison for drive so there we go there's that connection again so also hey. mads mickelson mads mickelson's in rogue one he is he plays uh jen's dad gallon yep. urso yeah Hey, oh my God. I love, okay, I love when things like crossover. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's I think like Toby Jones Easter. might also be in something too. Toby Jones is Helena's father. No, he's in, um, are you talking about the guy who plays Shaw, the dad, her dad? Yeah. He's in Marvels. He is, yeah. um, Arnim Zola. Uh, yes, from, uh, he's another like Nazi um, Hydra um, doctor. Mm -hmm. From Captain and Winter Soldier, is that right? Or like, it, yeah, he he's Winter in he's in the first he's in the first movie, and then he does pop up in Winter Soldier because he uploads his brain to the to that like Com system, the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of cool to to do all that. Also, act uh, uh, director James Mangold. James Mangold did uh, a couple of movies back in like he's done a bunch of movies um but he did kate and leopold with hugh jackman and then he does the wolverine with hugh jackman and then he does logan with hugh jackman it's the same director for this movie as the director for logan hmm. okay. both of them I dealing with old heroes past their prime that's was interesting and i really like logan too that was a really yeah. It was a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, as we close up this episode, I want to know what are your thoughts about where this franchise goes from here? Do we get another Indiana Jones movie? Should we get another Indiana Jones movie? If not, where does it go? Do you just close the door and this IP is over? Mariah, um, you seem like you, you know. Yeah, I have to say yes because like Harrison Ford said it, Indiana Jones when he dies. So it's like, we got it. We got it. There's something that you just don't, retouch again like remake and i don't want to see them remake indiana jones and i don't want to see them remake lord of the rings don't do it okay i wish i maybe no no they kill the sun they kill the sun so they can't go off they can't make a young indie series i'm sorry maybe i have an if, idea but you know if passed it and did a younger younger Indiana Jones, like maybe in his teenage days, his first exploring. Did they do that? They did that with that show. They did. That's what the young indie. Maybe if they redid that, I'd be. I would be okay with it, but I don't want to see them. I don't want to see someone else take on Indiana Jones. I'll be honest. Like maybe, like 
Kentucky Jones. I don't know. Kentucky Jones. I, we call the cat. We call the cat Kentucky. What? The cat. Oh my god. So like, what do you do? Like, there's one Indiana Jones, and like, you can't like. Even if someone else took on the mantle and took on the hat and the explorations, it can't be Indiana Jones. No. Right. So. Like, I feel like one way they could do it, and again, it's like a Lucasfilm thing, where it's like, instead of High Eclipse, it's High Nova, sorry, they just wanted to come (laughs) in for the final uh, countdown, Um, but I (laughs) know... Stop. it's like having children uh but they're dogs uh i while i wish that hollywood would leave well enough alone sometimes i know for a fact that's not how it works um and i think one cool thing that could happen is that instead of like remaking stuff or like putting on the same story over and over and over again maybe it can be stories within the indiana jones universe like like following different people within the universe following like kind of like how the mandalorian is where it's like it's star wars but it's just some guy and his weird baby Uh, or like you have the ahsoka series coming up where it's following a different character and it's just like um where it it kind of it, it it branches off so that you get like different things within the main timeline universe and yeah maybe you have a cameo or two maybe you have things some things that cross over but like it'll follow a completely new person that's not like attached to the canon in some way where you would have to go along with like Harrison Ford's character and whoever came before and like all that stuff where it's like or even like a weird out of the pocket like idea like an anthology series of like different people like within the universe doing different things where it's just like you don't have to get married to like one thing and make that a huge franchise you can just be like oh this is what's like the basically the guy of the week or like the girl of the week you know or something like that where it's like that universe can still exist and those characters can still exist in the history of that universe but it's not continuing the same story over and over and over again yeah i had an idea and that would bring back short round um his name is is well i mean actor ki hui kwan just won an oscar yeah sign him sign him up for these type of movies have short round come back his name is his given name is Wan Lee I didn't know that but I found that out recently but team him up with Helena Shaw throw in Benny because like Benny's a cool kid I want to explore Benny a little bit more he's just a pickpocket kid like throw in a couple other characters and call it Raiders just Raiders that's it call it you could call it Raiders of something else but have have there be a team called Raiders yeah, it could be like Indiana Jones presents them. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like how it's like it was Star Wars Rogue One, like something like right, that, right. where it's just like the the, the dum, like that part. So yeah. like that'd be kind of cool, because like honestly, like yeah, I think I would kind of like that, like keep the spirit of it, but like not like again say the same story over and over and over yeah. again. Like kind of bring it, refresh it for the old and new. Yeah. Again, Ki Hui Kwan needs more uh, uh, roles. Mm-hmm. He's very talented. He's underutilized. I'm very still much. upset. I'm still upset for him, mm-hmm. even though he seems very like he's he loves Harrison Ford. He loves Spielberg and Lucas and whatnot. I feel like they let him down. I, I think they. I think they. Yeah, 
he talked about I feel how like he, he didn't have any roles whatsoever. I think like actors get other actors roles all the time. They do. They, they did really not do. look out for him. And like, it's always like a friend of a friend or my buddy's making this or like something like that. And it's, it's kind of a two edges of this, like a different issue. Cause like one, it happens with child actors a lot when you have fame at a young age and you're kind of known for being small and cute and this kind of character and doing this kind of thing where it's difficult to transition over. And a lot of people don't want you to transition over because they want to remember you as the cute kid in that one movie. And then B, uh, the fact that he's an Asian man and like there obviously discrimination and racism within uh, Hollywood for multiple groups. Basically, if you're not a straight white guy, you're kind of fucked. <laughs> you kind of have to like, scrap and you kind of have to grab for your own because even if somebody is your friend even if somebody is cool with you like they're not going to look out for you the same way they're going to look after the guy that's like them you know like they're going to always pick the safe option over you and that's the part that kind of sucks because i'm like oh you got it on both edges like not only were you an asian actor but you were a child actor as well so you got basically two like like hard hits yeah. on trying to move forward in a career in which a lot of people will not try to have you move forward at all. And mm-hmm. like, that sucks. I just saw everything everywhere all at once. And I'm like, this man is amazing. What the fuck? Right. Like, why have you multiple roles? Stuff? Right? Multiple roles, like multiple versions of the same guy and everything, every single version of him evoked such different feelings. And I'm like, and y'all were sleeping on him. Why? For who? Like, yeah over what like and it sucks because like i always say this i'm like the best person of color doing something will still get treated worse than the worst white person in the industry you could be a baseline bottom of the barrel white dude and you'll still get roles over the most talented guy in the world if he's not a white guy or if if, or is the most talented woman in the world like we'll see like even in awards where if things get nominated for an Oscar or somebody gets nominated for an Oscar, you'll get nominated, but you probably won't win if a white woman's up there. Like that's I'm, just I'm, how it works. I'm so. sorry. Angela Bassett should have won best. Listen, I, either on. I'm like, and they're giving her an honorary Oscar and I'm yeah. like, what? It makes oh. me so mad. That oh, made- like, yeah. I think that yeah. makes it, even more mad because it's like oh we messed up so here here's we go. your consolation prize and i'm like yeah I, like i do not like that i would have just let her i just i don't know i that that's that made me mad i don't i don't know maybe angela bassett feels different maybe she's happy but uh, i don't know man i it's because i've i've personally been through stuff where it's like it would have been better if you did if you just didn't like if you just didn't acknowledge me at all, but then when you do and it's like this, it's disrespectful. Like I've had moments like that very recently where I'm just like, it's almost worse that you acknowledge me because now it, you're making it look like, oh, oh, I know I messed up, but like sweep it under the rug, it's fine. And yeah. it's, yeah, so I, I feel that. Uh, and I do think that he deserves better. And I do think he deserves to have his time in, in the spotlight. Um, because there are a lot of people that do and it sucks. Yeah. I'm fine with no, no more Indiana Jones, but you can live in that universe. There are characters I would love to see. Yeah. But I would like for him to hang his hat up. Yeah. Focus and on I think other things. there's a time to do that too, where it's like, 
again, like you've been playing this character for over 40 years. And it's like, at this point, like, do I think that having a long standing career is a great feat? Yes. Do I think that having a like long standing franchise is like impressive? Absolutely. But when you have the same people doing the same thing over and over, it makes it hard for anything new to come up, which is kind of like one of the things in the movie where it's like, you can go back to the past and you can stay in the past or you can celebrate the moon landing. Like you could, right. and I think where it's just like, we're at a time where like, I think it's, I think everyone should know like their limit and when it is time to let the next generation pick up the hat. And when right. it's time to let another story be told, because right. if we tell the same stories over and over and over again, not only are they going to get old, but we're never going to get anybody else's perspective. We're never going to get anybody else's experience. We're never going to get anything flushed out because we're telling the same story with the same guy constantly. And we don't need to do that. Like there's so many more stories to be told. There's so many more characters to be had. And I think not only is it stale but it's also like kind of wrong to like continue to pioneer the same person that hasn't had a problem staying on top for a very long time you know yeah also i'm afraid of what's next kingdom of the crystal skull was space <laughs> uh this one was time it's the multiverse next and i do the not multiverse want, i do not want to see 10 indiana jones teaming up with each other like because you know chris pratt chris pratt's just gonna be one of them you know (gasps) no why would you say that i'm (laughs) telling you that that's the way hollywood is gonna do it why would you put that out into the universe multiversal indiana jones chris pratt is gonna be one of them you know like we don't need this just let's that's my problem with act three it wasn't grounded enough that would be kentucky no probably texas Uh, texas jones (laughs) (laughs) texas jones sounds like a steakhouse (laughs) texas roadhouse yeah oh my god not variants (laughs) that's what i can't so be careful you know texas williams Williams. wait wasn't that a i feel like that was a musician like a yeah anyway like there we go that's his name that'd be chris pat pratt's character oh my god it's like the yeah. 50 shades of hannah montana <laughs> the hannah montana multiverse oh um, no the montana verse oh, the montana verse no. the montana verse oh my god um hannah verse montana verse <laughs> oh no we're we asking for too much. We're flying too close to the sun. Please. No. See, look, it was already absurd at time travel. I can't do this. I you can't know. Do you this. know. They're going to, how listen, do they keep going? You know? Listen, okay. I, I will say this. And then obviously, like, I know we got the uh, only, we are past time. Yeah. But like, I, the one thing about this movie that is impressive to me, I normally hate time travel yeah. even though i i like movies back to, i like like movies like back to the future i i liked endgame okay i i like things with time travel in them but as a concept not- as a whole and as like in other things where it's even in things that i like i don't like time travel i don't like it because nine times out of ten it makes no sense it makes no sense the rules are never consistent and i don't like it so if i like a movie with time travel in it it's a good movie it's a good movie because nine times out of ten, I will pass on it because I'm good. Like, That's fair. watch Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, exactly. What the what the hell is time travel doing in Harry Potter with the yeah. time bird? 
what is that what is that doing there it, they How actually it make it work i everything. like that i like that version i like that time is is you were always going back in time so you did exist you're not creating how, an alternate timeline but i'm okay, so but we're gonna I'll get think into, too hard i'll yeah. think too hard and then i'll get that <laughs> we will we will we gotta we gotta put a pin in that one uh, yeah. right now uh i want to thank you both so much for taking time out of your day to come on the show and talk about indiana jones and everything that has to do with indiana jones um before we get going though i want to know where we can find you what do you got coming up uh anything that you want to plug um amanda if you want to go first um, so yeah, my name is Amanda Castrello, aka Amanda Just Vibin across all platforms and, except for YouTube, where I am just Amanda Castrello. And uh talk about media commentary, comedy. Um, I normally do things like my assification, in which I just kind of post red carpet looks and stuff. And uh I like to talk about media and I like to uh rant about things and much like we are doing right now, I will just talk and I'll probably get mad at something. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Mariah, where can we find you? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, well, you can find me on TikTok and Instagram at Mariah Carly with two Ys at the end. And I don't really have anything um, coming up, but what I do over there, I do my fashion and I do my geek style and just building confidence. And um, I do have some campaigns coming up very soon. And hopefully you guys can come see me at San Diego Comic Con because I will be there um I'll, in the outskirts i will be there so i'll be there i'm, I'm hey. very and but yes geek fashion um i do my avengers workouts on tiktok uh when i remember to post but yeah that's all i have going on for me awesome both of you do amazing work uh uh both you know on, on tiktok and instagram and whenever i have you on these podcasts so thank you so much uh for coming on this Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Fun. Good again. Yeah. Uh, for everyone out there who is watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. I wanted to shout out T3 Media Studios. Sorry we couldn't get to your comments. Um, but T3, um, uh, thank you so much for, for being a fan and an amazing content creator in and of yourself. Um, if you were listening to us on the podcast, it was wherever you get your podcast from Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, Instagram and TikTok are our two biggest ones at The Keeg Show. Uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter for as long as Twitter is uh, at The Keeg Show slash The Keeg Show, wherever. Um, we're all over the place. So find us. Instagram and TikTok are still our two biggest platforms. If you want to give back to the show, patreon.com slash the Keeg Show. Uh, if you want to find a donation tier that works for you, you just subscribe to that for something as low as $5 a month if you want to give back to the Keeg. Uh, we not we don't just only do the Keeg Talks, which is this show right now where we talk about different geek topic every geek week. Uh, but we also do Comic Talk every Thursdays. Um, and we do the Secret Invasion after show every Wednesday nights as long as Secret Invasion is going on. So we do a lot of shows. So definitely find us on Instagram and TikTok to find out those show schedules. Uh, other than that, that's pretty much the gist of things. Uh, thank you guys uh, so much for coming on the show. Thank you to everybody out there for watching and or listening. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been The Keeg Talks, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
strong or super fast. Gotta be 